Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Beer Guys. The Everything Sequel podcast contains explicit language, and I will not go to my room. Hello and welcome to the Everything Sequel Podcast. This is the 1997 Singles Edition. Michael Schantz here of the How Dare You Awards. Joining me, the madman himself. You know him, you love him. Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions. Hit him one time, Tom. Where's the horn? How can there not be a horn? <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering which movie you'd go with. This is the point in Speed 2 Cruise Control where yes. I realized that the makers of this movie knew about as much as uh, about boats as I did. <laughs> <laughs> and I retrospectively realized that there's, there's a number of opportunities in the movie where you could turn to the crew of the cruise ship for information right. on boating and it never happens never they provide no information because there's... the movie doesn't know right. the movie doesn't know what words to put in their mouth <laughs> there's a there's a great deal in that movie in which the movie doesn't know yeah i mean staggering the it, level, it, the, generally, the <laughs> level of ignorance exhibited by all of these movies by, yes, <laughs> about what the movie's supposed to be about, about cinema in general. Right. About it, what it, it, funny is, about what comedy is. It knows no bounds. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are here to <laughs> rank and declare... For the 1997 single sequels. And if you don't know, and I can't imagine why you would, <laughs> the 1997 single sequels include Mortal Kombat Annihilation, Speed that's 2. That's one movie, by the way. That's one movie. Speed 2, and I forgot this, Tom, colon, Cruise Control. How could you forget that? that, that I don't is, know. That's the part of the title that makes sense. I, I randomly... When I put it on the other day, I started writing Speed 2 for my notes, and then I went, oh, no, it's right. not just Speed 2. It's Speed 2 Cruise Control. Right. Which is the most benign, stupid thing to put after the title of your movie yeah. when the last movie was – when the title of your movie is Speed. But it's meaning, accurate. Go fast, but I. But this movie goes slow, so you need you need that control. subtitle yes, to set right. your expectations for the movie. Because <laughs> if you're expecting speed, I digress. You're, you're, you're expecting speed, you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it here. narratively or otherwise. <laughs> so, and then of course that leaves us with the third film, which is, uh. <laughs> <laughs> an American werewolf in Paris. That's right. The sequel uh, you never wanted to see. You know. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's funny you say that because, I mean, it 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 applies mo most aptly to that movie. But you could say it about all three. Uh, <laughs> I don't even think I wanted to see Mortal Kombat, so I'll give that one a pass. But right. yes, yeah, I mean, there's no... And certainly with Speed 2, you didn't want to see it in this form. <laughs> uh, you, yeah, you didn't want a movie that's set entirely on the water. No, that's... that's not... Apart from a brief... Uh, a, a brief teaser and epilogue featuring Tim Conway. Um... Right, I mean... <laughs> no, I mean, these are, these are the definition of gratuitous sequels in, in one way or another. Right. Uh, but you're absolutely right. The most egregious of these is an American werewolf in Paris, because you know if, if there is a movie out there that you cannot imagine a sequel to, it's probably an American werewolf in London. Right. And I don't say that light lightly, having been doing this for over two years. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've not come across many titles that I cannot conceive of a sequel to, 
but right. that film may be one of them. I got an idea. Let's set it in a different city with none of the same characters. And... It's really London that's the problem here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, like we said, I mean, we're here to rank and declare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tom, I mean, I've, I've, I've been... This is. I'll just say it. This has not been easy. Okay. I, I has just, this, I just been, wanna, has this I, been easy for you? I'm getting the well, sense. No, no. Um. So, well, here's the thing. Like, I've got to look at this from from the outside. Okay. Uh huh. When we when we do a year in isolation, normally it's a it's a grab bag, right? It's yeah. it's There's a healthy mix of great, good, bad, and awful. Usually. Right. But in 1997, <laughs> something we else going on. Three series killers <laughs> <laughs> and a whole lot of male shoulder length hair right so but it's really interesting because my favorite part of doing the years is that you get to see what is going on in in cinema or maybe just at the time culture yes. more generally at the time um so this begs the question, what was going on in 1997 that meant no one could muster a half-decent sequel? Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, I, I just... And I, what's interesting to me is that... <laughs> and you've got to realize that everyone outside this podcast, that's where their interest in these movies is going to end, right? That's yeah, it. I know, right? Well, what I, what I find fascinating about these movies is that... They're all. Well, n- now I might be letting the cat out of the bag, though. Okay, but... don't let the don't let the cat out of the bag. Yeah, I, I can... I, maybe I'll shut up. Oh well, no, don't you don't sh- <laughs> don't shut up. It's, this, is a, <laughs> this is a podcast, not a monologue. But I'm going to answer your actual question, which uh-huh. is, was this easy? I right. think. I think from the outside it should be easy, because. Um, no, yeah, okay. I I get so what you're it, saying. You know, if you, if you, if you're just a regular run of the mill theater goer, I, you know, movie goer. Sorry, I'm theater goer like you are a theater goer. Although you do <laughs> go and see theater, that's very confusing terminology. <laughs> movie, you're a movie audience member, okay? Yeah. And you you're faced with ranking and declaring for the single sequels of 1997. You would say flatly, they're all bad. Right. Uh, you'd put all the titles in a hat, and whatever order they come out in is how you rank them, right? <laughs> right. But for our purposes, it's more difficult because all of these movies achieve a similar standard of filmmaking. That's what I was going to say before. So how do you was pick that... or differentiate between them? So, I mean, I guess, you know... You've said what I was, what what was inside my brain pan. Yeah, you know that idea of any sane person would just say all three of these movies are terrible. Yeah, call it a day, and like you said, pick out of a hat. Yeah. But the interesting thing about these three movies is that they're somehow they're bad in all the same way. Yeah. But also differently. <laughs> Well, th- this is it. Like, I, I had to really break down what criteria I was using yes. to make and these Yes, and that's what was difficult for me. <laughs> and th- Because, you- again, we're confronted with what do you value? What do you right, care yeah. about? And and so it's what like is... It's like a Pierre the- Bourdieu article. Oh, my God. It's like, the what standard do you decide? This should be a test for movie-going audiences. Absolutely. This, these three films... Like, yeah. for our audience, I challenge you to watch <laughs> these three films and then not just tell me which one's the worst, which one's in the middle, and which one's the best, but why. Yeah. Well, that's well, you know, the, it's the why that, that is most interesting because yeah. I, I realized that, you know, I had to do a three-pronged attack on these movies. <laughs> so, you know, there's the objective criteria, you know, what what cinematically work, flatly works and flatly doesn't work. Yeah. Um, then there's the kind of subjective criteria. It's like, what did you buy into? What what did you at least run with, regardless of how good or bad yeah. it is in objective reality? And 
then you know there's there's our kind of USP, which is what how good is it as a sequel? Mm-hmm. Which you know, and and I feel like at least two of those categories are almost null and void in this. So really, <laughs> I'm going almost entirely on subjective criteria. I'd say, like, what did I buy into? What what did I tolerate the most about these movies? Because right. They kind of because they they cancel each other out, you know. They they each cancel out the other categories. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like not, uh, an, uh, okay. it's like not an interesting sequel. Okay, that's off the table. So uh, that's done. Then yeah, I can yeah. put that aside. <laughs> uh, you know, like the seventy-five to eighty percent of the visual effects don't work. By the way, that's right. not a random example I'm using. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not speaking hypothetically. No. Okay, so you can't say it's you can't say it's objectively good or bad. So all all the way through these di- now, these decisions I'm making, I'm going, you know, it's like what, what am I putting up with? Yeah, more than 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 in an. Let me ask movie. you this: does 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 this play into it for you at all? Uh, like, which of the movies should we expect more from? I think ultimately, yeah, I'm not really, I didn't really think about it in those ways, but I'm thinking about the decisions I've made and that must be at play. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that must be at play. That's a really interesting question. It's like, how low are your expectations to begin with? Exactly. (laughs) And how much does that affect how badly you punish these movies? Now, (laughs) I'm just going to go ahead and assume. Uh Uh-huh. That you'd never seen any of these movies in the theater. Correct. All right. Do you want to ask the second question? <laughs> the second obvious question that follows on from that? Had you seen any of them at all? No, of course okay. not. Absolutely not. I... No. How many do you think I saw in the theater? <laughs> <laughs> the law of averages tells me I should say all three, but I don't think you saw Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I did not. Okay. I, mean, I think you saw the other two. I did not. <gasps> well, you definitely saw Speed 2 Cruise Control. Absolutely. Yeah. I, there's yeah. no way Mike Chance is missing. <laughs> Basically, A big, the, stupid summer. Well, the, the, founda- like the foundations of the How Dare You Awards, basically, yeah. right? Right. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm surprised you didn't see American Werewolf in Paris. Was it even... I actually was, was it released surprised. In That's my I... obvious question. He was like, was it even released in theaters? It could conceivably be straight to no, video. No, it was. And <laughs> I mean, I haven't I'm... checked. <laughs> Now that I'm talking about it, I really tried to remember back. You know, I I tried to put myself back into 1997 and think what kept me from seeing it. Like, did I have a did I have this snooty idea of I know this is going to be a piece of shit and I love American Werewolf in London. I'm not going to give you the time of day kind of a thing or Mm -hmm. so. I don't know if I'd even seen American Werewolf in London by that point. So Oh wow, really? Definitely wasn't a I have seen it many, many times since. Sure. That wouldn't have been a factor in, in me just ignoring it. I think I have an aversion to Julie Delpy as well. I think she I think there's like a sense of if I see like if I always if I used to see her picture in like a review on Empire magazine, I'd be like, <laughs> nah, that's probably not for me. <laughs> well, I just and have that a includes fun... her appearances in ER, by the way, which I had no control over. I had to see it because I was watching ER. Anyway, <laughs> carry on. Well, I was gonna say, I, I, you know, every once in a while, I would miss a movie because it would, you know, be in the middle of my backpacking trip or something like that, and I just wouldn't catch up and I wouldn't see it. <laughs> Literally, the only reason. Yeah, you've not seen certain movies. Yeah, it's exactly. Because you, because you are physically I'm unable to be in some kind on some kind of mountain. <laughs> so, I thought that might be it, and I just looked up when it was released, which gave me a chuckle, because it was released on Christmas. <laughs> there goes that theory. That's hysterical. Yeah, that movie on Christmas Day. That's that's fantastic. Wow, fun that for really... fun for all the family or none of the family. 
I know, exactly. Including the people who normally like this kind of movie in the family. <laughs> well, that's the interesting thing about that movie, too, is, I mean, it was derided when it first came out. Everybody yeah. kind of had said, what is this? But it's got some kind of strange cult following really? now. I can't And it's one of those that. movies that people like for some reason. Now, what I'm starting to think is maybe we should start with good bad first because I'm picking up a theme. It's up to you. You whatever, whatever. And whatever it might you want. be easier. It might be, but it so not necessarily. Listen, like I say, I I am you know I'm I'm running solely on object uh, subjective criteria here mm-hmm. because nothing, everything else is is eliminated immediately. Right. So I'm I'm just going I I am really playing off uh what how I process these movies not what they are. Right. <laughs> your thoughts and your feelings are more Which is, you know normally I try and avoid doing that wholesale but I can't avoid it here. No, it's impossible. Yeah. These these movies won't let you off the hook. No. No. For no. that. No, 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 sir. Well, I got to tell you because for me, good, bad is pretty easy. Okay. I'm not, I, I'm not even, I'm just going to rip the Band-Aid off. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm not going to try and, and draw this out. All three of these movies are bad. Okay. That's, I, I, you know, that's where I lie, and I'm not sure it can be argued. I'd love to hear a counter-argument. Um, I but, will fight you on all of them. <laughs> <laughs> because I have some self-respect, but uh, but contrary to contrary to what but listeners have heard on this podcast, yeah. Um, but interest. Well, no, and I'm gonna save this because I I don't want to I don't want to ruin my ranking, so I'll shut up. Okay. Um. Well, let's. I mean, it doesn't really matter what order we go in. Let. let at this point, uh, I'll just I'll I'll start talking about American Werewolf in Paris because that's where we left the conversation. Okay. Uh, I yeah I I agree that that this is a a bad movie and there's a couple of factors here which you've already kind of alluded to. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is that you know before I watched this movie for the fir- very first time a few days ago, I couldn't conceive of a sequel to American Werewolf in London, and as the <laughs> right. movie went on, I realized. That is entirely possible as a proposition. And yet this movie conspicuously avoids making that sequel that would yeah. work. And mm-hmm. so that grated harder on me than perhaps it, it should have done. Um, also, this is one of the few sequels that retroactively ruins the original movie for me. Mm, now that's able, interesting. I'm not going to be able to watch American Werewolf in London the same way anymore why is that tell me why well they re simply because of the way that they rewrite some of the the mythology without also without ever saying it which is sort of extra despicable Mm. but they they say certain things that rewrite the mythology in a way that i know certain scenes are not going to play the same when i go back and watch american (laughs) werewolf in london so i have seen american werewolf in london for the last time (laughs) (laughs) i don't i don't want it to be ruined Is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, need, uh, not to mention needless additions to the mythology anyway. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that's one is ju- in terms of good or bad. That is just off the table for good. Um, there was never a doubt in my mind. Um, oh, I, I had one moment of doubt. In American Werewolf in Paris? Yeah. In the first couple of minutes. Did you, did you accidentally start watching Interview with a Vampire? Because the first few <laughs> minutes are kind of the same. I kind of like that. Like the gothic sort of music that was going on. And yeah. then the guy running away and the cobblestone streets. And then the... the oh, it the was great... the high point of the movie. I agree. Yeah. The, <laughs> it was the best part of the movie. It made me think, that oh my hu- gosh, does this movie not suck quite as much as I thought it was going to? And I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> You were very wrong. Um, so Mortal, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat with a K, Annihilation. Uh, <laughs> with an A. 
Uh, <laughs> just, just, I mean, C shouldn't be a K, so why would this? Why would annihilation be spelt right? Um, I can, you know what? I can forgive the fact that this movie makes no sense cinematically uh, in terms of storytelling visually. Yes. I can forgive that it's not a good video game adaptation. Mm-hmm. Because what video game adaptations are? Yes. Right? The only good video game adaptations are movies that are not based on video games. Existence, <laughs> Groundhog Day, right, etc. So I'll forgive. I'll forgive all that. I'll I'll forgive, as I said at the beginning, that basically all of the effects do not work in this movie. Right. Like, I can count on one hand the effects that look somewhat decent. Yeah. What I can't forgive is that it's a movie about fighting with no good fights. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, one good fight. But it's not well. It's not a... But here's the thing. Like, philosophically, this is a fight movie, right? It has one job. The fights have to be good. You can <laughs> right. forgive everything else if the fights are good. Only one of the fights are good, and... In most of the fights, the opponents do not make contact with each other on screen. They just flip. They flip. There's a lot of flipping. As soon as anyone comes close to someone else, we cut away from it. Yeah, exactly. So that I, I can't get myself over that. So it's a bad with with regret. It is a bad movie. But okay, let so me, this let is me what I was you, gonna say. Let, let me tell you, if the fights were good in this movie. I would have a difficult call to make. Uh-huh. But they are simply... <laughs> you had one job, Mortal Kombat <laughs> Annihilation. One job! Uh, uh, I was about to say something, but I'm still going to save it. So Okay. You know, let, let, so let's talk speed too. <laughs> well, this is where it gets really difficult. Does it? Well, it does because, you know, we talk. We, uh, see, the thing that's interesting about Speed Two is that you can see. You can see Jan Tabant at work, and there's, <laughs> there's, 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 there's a baseline. I'll say a, a small baseline of competence yeah. to shot selection and, you know, sort of creating a mood and like. You know, I mean, there, there, there's just more there there for that movie than there are for the other two. Easily. Well, that, yeah, I mean, that'll play a part in my ranking, but but the, what what causes what makes me pause here? It's obviously <laughs> it's an abject failure. And, yeah, and a complete, you know, cannibalization, bastardization of what the original stood for. Mm-hmm. But it goes down so easy. <laughs> this this kind of shit should not go down as easily as it did, but it really did. So there were points I... in this movie, I kid you not, I stood up and applauded in my own living room on my own. It made me so happy. <laughs> That's amazing. But uh, so I don't I don't know what to do. I was hoping that you would have uh, I was hoping you were going to get me off the hook. And uh, you were going to say it's so by bad. By agreeing? It's, no, by saying it's so bad it's good because I I see the problem is I don't is, know is... where I'm at. I really don't know where I'm at with this one in terms of good or bad. Oh, man. Uh, Cuz it it's so watchable. And you know what? This is this is true. This is true. So I watched that I watched this on HBO Max. Yeah. I watched Mortal Kombat Annihilation first because HBO Max wouldn't play this for some reason for about three days. <laughs> Even HBO Max didn't want to watch it. Uh, <laughs> and and I've I think I've said before that, that they've changed the the um the time bars on HBO Max. So you only see how much of the movie is left now. Mm-hmm. 
And I guarantee that I was watching this movie. I was watching Speed 2 Cruise Control. And from minute 10 to, min- to minute, like, 150, I-, I spent the... Like, every time I would check the time bar, I would go, I cannot imagine how they are going to fill the rest of the this time. This much time, movie. yes, but exactly. they do! They fill it with something, and they fill it with with things that are kind of amazing. <laughs> Define amazing. But I'm I'm back in this bind because, you know, I'm trying to apply the weekend at Bernie's two logic to it. It's like it's like what's your third act yeah, like? Right. Are uh-huh. you so if you're a so bad it's good the movie, you've gotta be you've you've gotta be, you know You've gotta be out there way in front so, but that's when the it gets thing, to is the that... third act. And that's when this movie comes into its own. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so in the third act it is that, but before that there's well, both... we had a lot of UB40 performances to get through. and Yes, exactly. <laughs> we have to hear a lot of Ube Corenta. We have, to, <laughs> we, have, we have to have, you know, the thing about that movie, like I said, there are moments in that movie where you're thinking to yourself. I mean, I remember thinking to myself, well, this part's not bad. This is competent. This is like, this oh, is, yeah. I'm okay with this. Yeah, and I mean, the, uh, and you're right. The other two movies simply do not have that. No. So already it's elevated. But I don't. I mean, I don't. <laughs> you have no idea how much I enjoyed watching this film. <laughs> and maybe it is something about being so removed. I mean, I'm not going to tell you. You know, Speed. I, I think it's one of the best films of the '90s. Oh, I love Speed. I mean, it, it's it's almost. I think I have this. And when in, you look at the filmography of Jan de Bon, I wish he was still making movies. Yeah. But it, it's it's because those core movies in the '90s that he made. Yeah. I fucking love. And you know. Steve, but then you get into the yeah. haunting in this, mm. <laughs> and you're like, oh no. But, I'm I'm pro- I'm gonna you know I'm probably gonna disappoint some people but i am actually going to agree with you that it is a bad movie oh i don't think you're disappointing people i think you'd disappoint people if you said it was good (laughs) i think people would think that's a a ridiculous statement but But, i'm not going to enjoy there there are movies that are 10 times as good as this that i will not enjoy as much as watching this movie mm mm-hmm but I can't, I, I, I just, I think you're right in the end that there is just not enough, even so bad it's good, in this bad movie. Right. For it to qualify. But, I, but you know, where it counts in that third act. Oh. It's, it, it rockets to the end of this movie. Yeah. And that's the thing is that the movie... <laughs> Like you said, like it, it leaves you with with a sort of bravo. Like you want to stand up and say, I can't believe you did that. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I, I think we're probably talking about the same sequence and we'll, we'll get there. when. Oh, we, we absolutely are. But I, I also feel I also feel like, you know, like ne- having never been on a cruise, I feel like this is probably a pretty accurate representation of what going of to all cruises is like. Cruises. There are highs, there are lows. Sometimes you're in the cabin toilet with diarrhea. Sometimes you're out on a jet ski, you know, in the middle of the ocean. Like it's, right. I, I think it is that mi- that mixed bag of what I imagine a cruise to be like. It's all in there. Yeah. But, you know, and, you know, if I'm going to, if, if you also, if you revert to the fact that this is supposed to be a sequel to Speed, I mean... And that's the you, thing. You so we, we talk about simply, the expectation thing. Simply, you know, this is so much. This upends the template of speed so much. You could actually call it slow. Yeah. And it would be a perfectly representational title. <laughs> I don't think. No, I'm even going to save that. I'll okay. save it till the episode. Damn it. There's so I much you're gonna I have to say. do your own episode, just you I know. talking into the I mic. I know. There, I just uh, nothing about it is easy. All right, now considering what you've said, does that mean? 
think about what you've done. Just think, you know. Where for, from where I, what I've heard, I'm already from I already you. have buyer's remorse. I already have, <laughs> does that mean I'm already regretting saying that speed two cruise control is at the top uh, of your list? Of course, it does. I mean, <laughs> that has got to be a no brainer, right? Uh, you said it already, you know, that the modicum <laughs> there's a modicum of filmmaking talent on display that the other movies do not have, yeah. And if I'm gonna you know, compare the three movies, I have to say that things I thoroughly like in Speed 2 Cruise Control, there's yeah. a sequence right. and a performance that I appreciate, enjoy, unironically, from top to bottom. And that's probably more than the other two movies combined. Yes, right. <laughs> so yeah. that's... That's why it goes to the top. And all right. And even and I will even say that it's not a good idea for a sequel, but it is an idea for a sequel that that we <laughs> completely capsize the boat, right? Pun intended. Uh-huh. And we give you literally everything we did not give you in speed, including <laughs> slowness. <laughs> okay, I have a re- begrudging respect for that kind of. Uh, bravado. Well, yeah, which is I all mean, Jan, all Jandabon, all there, Jandabon. There is something to be said for a movie that <laughs> that's you know constantly keeps showing the seventeen knots they're traveling at, <laughs> and showing the thirty-five minutes they're away from an oil tanker. It, it it should be called slow. The movie is all about <laughs> and yes, and presenting it as speed. Right. No, but the yeah, but the well, that's true. <laughs> but the movie, you know, the problems of the movie can be solved if everyone was a little faster. <laughs> right. Which is the opposite message of the previous movie. Right. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, I mean. So, it, so that was easy for you that decision, very, though. Very easy. I knew. Well, <laughs> of course, it's easy. I nearly said it was a good movie. That's true. Yeah, and you're I had, right. I had no such qualms about okay. the other two. So I had qualms because all three of these movies were bad to me. Right. But one of them is awful, goddamn close to so bad it's good for me. But so that that's what I wrestled with. I ha- I had to I had a I like locking horns was is this movie bad enough that it's so bad it's good? I don't know. I, I li- literally I don't know what movie you could possibly be talking about. <laughs> or and it is locked horns with this other movie that you that I'm I'm in lockstep with you about speed too. This idea of a movie that should work, uh, or th- rather that shows competence but shows ineptitude at the same time. Right. A movie that is called Speed, but is slow. Yes. A movie that is bookended by Tim Conway for reasons I cannot fathom or understand. <laughs> I don't know either. But also a movie, you know, th- there's there's no way that Speed 2 is so bad that it's good, except for that third act. You know, there's not enough of it in throughout the whole movie. Mm, I... Probably, until the third act right it doesn't feel good saying it out loud. but there are things in the middle of the movie like you that i just think work and there is a there for me there's a performance that i like <laughs> that, unironically that is, in this movie and it has to be the same guy it's gotta right? be the same it, well uh is it I'll, a guy i'll give you this clue it's not either of the two leads <laughs> Actually, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say two performances. Okay. I'm gonna get. I'm, I'm gonna double down. Now, do you want to save it or tell us? I'll, no, I'll save it. I'll save okay. It. That can be. That can be a teaser. It's All right. Not, so, not Jason Patrick or Sandra Bullock. It's not either. In case of them. you were wondering, these famously <laughs> terrible performances. <laughs> All right. So I'll let the cat out of the bag. The, the two that I was wrestling with is Mortal Kombat okay. Annihilation well, and Speed 2. Because for me... I can understand that more. I really thought you were going to talk about American Werewolf and I was starting to fuck get... Fuck no. No, okay, good. Well, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. 
<laughs> so I there there I think there is something almost charming about how batshit insane Mortal Kombat is. Mortal Kombat Annihilation. It's fucking crazy, Tom. It's like it, it's, yeah, it's in like, some ways, it looks like it was made by a high school student. Right. It. it you know? Well, they all do, again. They 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 yeah, all have true. elements. They all have. They elements all have. Of yeah. That, especially American Werewolf in Paris, but um, and that looks like it. It was like teenagers trying to remake American Werewolf in London from memory. Is what that movie looks like. <laughs> to me. Um, but yeah, I mean this. It, it is it is quite a bizarre experience to wa- to watch this movie mm-hmm. because I, f- I feel I feel like I'm watching a pirated copy of this on VHS <laughs> through someone's curtains while standing yes. in the woods. Well, and and the movie doesn't I'm help itself. I'm all the itself. way back in the woods. The movie watching not the... it through about three different filters, and it still I don't doesn't think... make any sense. I don't think that you would know this, but this movie does not help itself in that vein because in the sense of there are so many characters from the first movie in the second movie just played by different actors. So we got we got heavy surrogate, not character surrogates, but actor surrogates. It's amazing. To the point where I thought, wait, isn't so-and-so... Am I remembering? Wait, is that the person? Was the, were they in the last one? And I, I, I was so curious. I had to get out my phone and start looking at both yeah. movies as I'm watching it. You know, oh, Tom. It, it, oh, like it's, an, it, it's an experience. You know, it's a sensory. These movies, experience. these two movies, are wrestling for my soul at the top of my list. Like that's how angst-ridden I am about the two, because. If you're going to talk about just sort of basic competency, just like this person at least knows how to do this, mm. it's Jan de Bond. Like, he, like, you know, yeah. no, he I does mean... present things, uh, you know, not throughout, but, but there, he makes some inexplicable mistakes that I don't understand and want to talk about. Well, I, 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 there, I think there is a reason for that, and, and we'll maybe talk about that okay. on the episode. Well, is it... I think part of it... The source material of this movie, for instance. The source material? You mean his fever dream? What? You've blown it now. That was supposed (laughs) to be a teaser for the episode. Sorry. (laughs) I'll cut it out. No, no, don't cut. No, no. (laughs) we got to set people's expectations. It is, if if you're going to watch Speed 2 Crew Control, you probably need to know that this came out of a dream that (laughs) Janderbon had. (laughs) Uh, and if you watch it in that context, it's very, <laughs> very enjoyable. Because the, oh my god, that might that might seal it for yeah, me. Yeah, well, a to- totally. The whole movie works on dream logic. Yes, you're right. People you sort of recognize, but are not quite sure if they're uh-huh. the same person. <laughs> yes, yes. That's the essence of Speed Two Cruise Control. Oh fuck! But I've I have ne- I, I've never been so sick as to have a dream as as strange as Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no. I could not dream that. No, not I not could on. Not dream this movie. <laughs> not on your best peyote. I mean, it also it also kind of, it also kind of uh, you know like reminds me of like a movie like an improvised movie. Like it feels uh-huh. like when people talk to each other in a scene, there's no set dialogue of any kind. No, they're just yeah. it, it's whatever the the script supervisor just said for you to say. But I don't mind telling you that I I did find that infinitely charming about this. Like I had such a good time watching that movie. I also and think, oh, I, I, don't I also know. you know what's interesting is I also had to wrestle with speed two with. Because this is the first time I've watched it since I saw it in the theater <laughs> in 1997. And I just remember seeing it like opening day, 1997. <laughs> of course, I'm excited. I want a sequel to Speed. 
I don't like that Keanu's not there. All right, Jason Patrick, we're going to do this. And just walking out of the theater pissed. But but that has to do with, you know, expectation. expectation. And so watching it again, (laughs) you know, 25 some odd years later. It's fun, right? It it was so much more fun. It's a fun rump. On this go around, and goes so goes down easy. Oh man! Like the Titanic from the movie, it patently rips off. I gotta tell before, you, I... before it came out, <laughs> <laughs> Jan de Bont spends the whole time. Fuck you, James Cameron! I can do ships going down too, you fucker. <laughs> and I'll do it before. I'll do it three months before you. <laughs> That's amazing. All right, I'm hedging. Okay, yeah, you are. Yeah, you got it. You got to make a decision. I, I will, I will respect you, whatever you do, because you made a very. I, I think, I think we we've, we've. This is what I mean about subjective criteria, right? Yeah, right. We both become attached to different movies for purely for, personal for, reasons, right? And exactly. that's fine because you can't do anything else with these movies. Oh man! But remember, Mortal Kombat Annihilation is a fight movie with one good fight. I... <laughs> That's part of the charm, I tell you. Part of the charm. But also, speed has no speed. So <laughs> you're right. speed is slow. Combat has no combat. <laughs> speed has no speed. Combat has no combat. Also. <laughs> <laughs> I look. I know it's just the name of the video game, but there's there's no also no concept of mortality in Mortal no, Kombat. Right, no, no, and there's no, no annihilation. <laughs> Every word of that title is a promise that has not been kept. That is not kept. <laughs> so so it's about oh, it's about fuck. which promise you care about the least. I think. <laughs> oh god damn it uh you know what for the sake of us uh being able to just uh juxtapose these two movies against each other yeah i'm gonna stick with mortal Kombat okay. at the top of my list well and i'll and so here's speed two though. speed two obviously if i were playing i mean the- just under it now if but i you you play- i think you had me convinced with the with the fever dream uh, under the guise of a fever, of looking at that movie through a fever dream, but it raises also, it a little bit. But it also represents the the kind of elephant in the room about Speed Two Cruise Control. It's like however much you might enjoy it as a as a bad as a fun bad movie, you know, Genderbond is capable of better, right? And you know, that and I think the other sl- thing he's for slumming me. it for inexplicable reasons. Well, that's ergo, the other thing. Is, ergo, he had a dream that told him he should make this, which is what crazy yeah. religious cult leaders do. <laughs> Not, you know, esteemed action directors of the early 90s. Well, the other thing for Speed 2 that drops it down a notch for me is that I think he he I think he believed he was making like an action-packed thriller, thrill-a-minute, fantastic, <laughs> non-stop action everybody's going to love this movie and it ain't that <laughs> no i uh, know it's it's yeah it's speed was about minimalism this is about excess yeah i get i i'm saying that it was meant that was meant to be a negative comment but as i say it <laughs> i've made that movie sound better than it is because <laughs> if you funny. again you look at it through that prism it's great. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> what Speed didn't have, Speed 2 Cruise Control has in spades. Isn't that how a sequel should work? No, I'm just trying to wrestle with my own conscience. It's not true. That's amazing. Uh, so, okay, Mortal... So, then, obviously... Speed my second two. is, of course, Speed 2. Yeah. Yes. I was going to give it to I was going to give my second place to to Mortal Kombat Annihilation anyway because of that one good fight. And 
kind of <laughs> 10 second flashes of things that s- looked okay. Yes. Yes. Because at the bottom of my list is oh. American Werewolf in Paris, which literally has a handful of 10 second flashes that I think are okay. And that is it. I, I uh, yeah, I mean, that's it. I, I mean, well, there's nothing else to commend the movie. At I, all. I was trying to remember if there's what else I liked past the first five minutes, for, past the credits so, and that yeah. little kind of not the cold open, but you know the the section after the cold open, the yeah. cold open after the credits. Yeah. Uh, and and you know. Not a lot coming to mind. Actually, just, I can think of one thing. I can nothing think of one sustained. Thing. I think that's the like. No, yeah. You know, no. you can say there's a good fight in Mortal Kombat. There's a good performance and a good sequence in, in Speed Two, <laughs> and then there's like there's you know no good performances. In American Werewolf or Mortal Kombat Annihilation. No, yeah, you're right. I don't know if I. I don't know if I should see, be... but I f- I find the performances I find it, again. I, I find the bad performances. Really fun in Mortal Kombat. Here, here's another, I find here's... them frustrating, like like I'd never been frustrated before. With an American Werewolf, an American Werewolf from okay, Paris. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not frustrated with the performances in Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I'm sort of. I I feel like politically I can't get frustrated with them because <laughs> I don't know how many of those actors have genuine disabilities <laughs> shit i know i and i, I that's terrible no i'm, I'm not I'm, that's not me that's not for a no i know I, 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 I yeah i'm not trying to i'm not i'm, not I'm saying the movie pos- puts you in that place <laughs> <laughs> i am literally looking at some of these performances it's like am i allowed not to like this because if this guy you know is a is an actor with a disability he's doing a really good job he or she is doing a really good job. <laughs> Nearly gave it away there. Right. But like I, so I'm actually watching it going. I don't know if if they literally have a group of people who this is this is what they're capable of in every department mm-hmm. because the fighters ain't fighting. They're flipping. Oh, so much flipping. They're flipping, and they come close to each other with aggressive motions, but there's no contact. So I don't know if they <laughs> these people can even fight. Uh, and of course, you know, at least one cast member from License to Kill. I was going to say. done on this podcast. Yeah. And I believe in the original, there's also another cast member from License to Kill. Is there? Is Carrie Lowell in the first one? Uh, the other Carrie. Oh, okay. From, uh, yeah, Carrie, what's his, uh. I don't remember. The the special the Hong Kong special. But the agent. Hong Kong, yeah, but I don't remember the He's last. He's in Mortal Kombat. Uh yeah. Oh <laughs> You're right. I think he Ooh, fuck. I can I can look it up. You you can you can vamp for a few seconds. I'm just trying to remember the so it, it and it's like you know, it's so hard to keep the combat straight because so many actors are taking over for other actors. Yeah. This is, this is so true. long, Christopher Lambert. Say hello to James Remar. <laughs> mm, wait a minute, Christopher Lambert was in Mortal Kombat. Yes. Oh, well, we're gonna have to talk about this, aren't we? <laughs> and Talissa, Talissa Soto wasn't in the original. No, I looked that up. No, wait, she is. She is. She is. No, she is and oh, yeah, Robin she is. Katana. Yeah, she is. Yeah, Robin Chow. Phew. I thought for a second that she might be a recast. Liu Kang. Liu Kang and Katana. Carrie are the holdovers. Carrie Hiroyuki Tagawa. Yeah. Carrie more often known as Carrie Tagawa. Yeah. Is in Mortal Kombat. So that's two Rising li- Sun. Yeah, two licensed to kill cast members in the Mortal Kombat franchise. Well, that's enough for you to like it. Not as much as you, apparently. <laughs> Darth Maul is in Mortal Kombat, but I Damn. can't tell you where. <laughs> Stop blowing all my, all my trivia, man. 
I'm sorry. No, I got. What am I going to talk about? I I got nothing for <laughs> my, my notes for Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Read like a cross between James Joyce Stream of Consciousness and Gonzo Journalism. <laughs> I got nothing. I didn't know what I was seeing. I didn't understand oh, me what was happening, so I couldn't so, write notes about it. Sometimes, sometimes when you're taking notes for these films, you have to you you're putting down your like literally. You're trying to be thoughtful. <laughs> You're trying to be thoughtful about uh, this is, you know, a piece of filmmaking, you know, what it says, what it wants to say, this, this, this and that. Uh, sometimes with a movie like Mortal Kombat Annihilation, you just have to write down what's happening on screen. Right. Yeah. So that you could try to remember it. <laughs> and it still doesn't, when you read it back, it makes no sense. Oh, it's crazy. It makes, <laughs> it makes absolutely uh, no sense at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I when we get to the episode, I'm just going to read some of my notes verbatim because <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it to the audience and see what they make of it because I don't know what I I don't know what I'm writing about. <laughs> Agreed. So I all mean, right, uh, American Werewolf in Paris. That's that's at the bottom of both our lists. Anything else to 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 say about that? I'd... That's where it belongs. It feels like a movie that could have only been made after John Landis died, but I'm well aware he's still alive. So what? The yeah. F- how the fuck did that ha- was that able to happen in right? his lifetime? <laughs> I want to know more about these people that like that movie. I haven't. I haven't seen that anywhere. I saw a. I mean, you'll, we'll talk about it on the episode, but it seemed the the critical reaction was uniformly negative, right? Oh, for all three. But I'll tell you this: the movie with the the highest Rotten Tomatoes, American Werewolf in Paris. That makes no sense. No, it it really doesn't. <laughs> it's again, you know, like I, 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 I get. It goes back to the sort of Razzie's question of like, do mm-hmm. do, does culture at large understand bad movies, and what's good about bad movies? Yeah, right. And I think they just don't because the movies that, the bad movies that are sort of accepted as, well, you know, it's okay, it's watchable, are the most mediocre of the bunch. Right, exactly. Whereas you know the the weekend at Bernie's two, and the speed twos, of, is you know pelted with rotten fruit from from the critical community, right. and you're like, no, this is what you should be celebrating. You should be trying to get people to make fewer of these bland, yeah, movies that shouldn't exist, and make more of these delightful, want, yeah, absurdly overblown counter masterpieces <laughs> it's like it's like an oscar winning movie and a speed 2 type movie are are in a huge card game yeah and, you know speed 2 just goes oh i'm all in yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll 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 be seen with you, you know. I'll be, I'll exactly. stand up with you and be counted. Don't yeah. be worried. I'm fine. I mean, you know, I I, I like my cards. I, <laughs> with American Werewolf in Paris, like I, I had a preconceived notion in my mind of what it it might be. Like, uh, for some reason, I thought it was going to be like a, like a, inept art film. Hmm. And that was why people didn't like it because it was aspiring to be art cinema. Yeah. But it it feels like you know if you'd have told me it was like a a genuine straight to video sequel, I would have gone yeah sure. Mm-hmm. I mean it it has lit it has no connection to filmmaking as I can see it. Well, well and I'm gonna I'm gonna save it, but I got I got plenty to plenty to say about the money spent on these three movies. Well, I I, th- I think for the sequence we that we we're definitely both talking about from Speed Two Cruise Control, I think that's money well spent. <laughs> I 
whatever a certain not... actor's whatever a certain actor's salary was on this movie was all was also money well was spent. fine. <laughs> Should have given him more. <laughs> I bet he wishes he got more. <laughs> or she. Or she. <laughs> <laughs> nice try <laughs> alright alright that's it I mean could be Lois Childs could be Lois Childs you know how much of a fan of Moonraker I am mm-hmm. so bad 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 for both of us correct uh, with regret yes Razor only well for, well, yeah, for both of us Razor for one no you, you blanket refuse to it even debate that, don't you? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're all bad, but... Razor for me on Speed 2. Um, but I gotta tell you, like, for two of them, they get up, to, you know, into the... There's parts of both movies that go above 50%. Easy. Yeah. And even as high as close to 60%. But as a whole, like... <laughs> Come on. There's no yeah. way. Uh, and I'm going to say Mortal Kombat Annihilation at the top. You got Speed 2. We flip-flop on those, but we both got uh, American Werewolf in Paris at the bottom. Yeah. In the sewers. Where Kinda, many of I mean, the characters it, of that movie... It could be a Terminator Salvation situation. I, I This is how much I don't like... American Werewolf in Paris. I'd take Terminator 3 any day. No one was talking about Terminator 3. You brought that up, okay? (laughs) I'm willing to let that go. I said Terminator (laughs) Salvation. A movie we both agree does not deserve. You said Salvation, but I got to tell you, I heard... Rise of the Machines again, in my head again. you but I'm saying like like that's how that's how deep my prejudice yeah. runs. I I don't if I was putting putting you know those two movies side by side there wouldn't Ooh. be a lot to pick between them. Interesting. Because yeah, I thoroughly disliked it. <laughs> <laughs> I literally cannot imagine how anyone would have anything good to say about it. That is how... Yeah. And it's not... I mean, yeah, obviously the fact that it it comes after a categorically great movie is a factor. But it's not as much of a factor as I thought it was going to be. By the time mm-hmm. I got to the end of the movie, it's like, no, I just really hate this movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's got nothing to do with American Werewolf And in the London. other thing, too, is there is very little in watching, you know, Werewolf in Paris in which... You're not thinking about American Werewolf in London almost at all, except. I guess that's not true because I, I I would constantly refrain to You're trying not to think about it. Yeah, I would <laughs> refrain to the other one and say, "Well, that's that's how you do a joke. That's how you. That's how you create character arcs. That's how you you know." You know yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> fuck, man, you guys just can't do a goddamn thing right. It's like matter and antimatter, you know. Yes, exactly. Like yeah, you, right. If you watch them, if you put them together in a room, they would repel each other. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, tell us what you think, ladies and gentlemen. I guess if there's the werewolves in Paris fans, yeah, you're gonna no, have to. Uh, the gauntlet has been, the gu- has been yeah. laid down. If if you have a good, we have thing drawn to a line about, in the sand. If you have a good thing to say about an American werewolf in Paris, um, I'm. <laughs> Have at it. I'm open to, to hearing it. Correct us if you may. My heart my heart is my heart is in a blender for you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Watch the movie, you'll get it. That's a solid joke. It's a solid joke <laughs> without the reference. <laughs> That's true. People might just think it's a Morrissey lyric or something. <laughs> All right. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Send us an email. To everything sequel at gmail.com. Tell us what you think. What is your ranking? Do you think these movies are good or bad? For Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions, Michael Schantz here. I'm from the How Dare You Awards. When you hear us next time, we'll be talking Mortal Kombat with a K, colon, <laughs> Annihilation. That's combat with a K, not colon with a K. Correct.
<laughs> Say goodbye, Tom. <laughs> because I hate Clamato. <laughs> That's where an American werewolf in Paris sets its product placement ambitions. A with Clamato. gravy based beer mixer with a touch of clam. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, everyone. Thanks for listening.